Good morning, good morning. Today is Saturday, the 17th of June. It's currently 70 degrees out there and sunny. It's supposed to get to a high of 87 and uh, maybe partly cloudy. Chance of thunder showers this afternoon a little bit, just 30% chance. And uh, let's uh, pray and we'll get into our lesson. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the uh, fair weather, for the uh, outreach this morning, Lord. And we just ask for your blessing upon that outreach, Lord. We just ask that you bless the volunteers that come out, that they would come out, Lord, and help. Uh, Lord, we just ask for a special blessing on each volunteer, Lord, and we just ask for uh, just a, a heart of uh, gladness and grace and uh, friendliness, Lord, uh, even amongst uh, uh, some of the recipients. Uh, there's just a few, Lord, that try to take advantage, like always, Lord, and just help us to look past that, help us to deal with it, uh, as best we can, Lord. We know you're dealing with that ultimately, but give us wisdom and guidance on that. But uh, Lord, just don't let a couple of uh, bad apples ruin the whole bunch. And so, Lord, we just ask that uh, the rest, uh, Lord, that are here in genuine need, that need those resources, Lord, that we would uh, just be welcoming and open and loving and just sharing your love and your grace. Uh, Lord, the whole point is to uh, uh, bring them to a point where they the repentance, Lord. And we know you do that and through your kindness. Repentance comes. And so, Lord, help us to be loving and kind and uh, welcoming. Uh, they would feel, wel feel welcome to come attend a service and come learn about you, Lord, not just take, uh, uh, not just to allow you to help meet their needs, Lord. Father, we ask you about Tracy, her request for direction and understanding, Lord, and just give her wisdom on that. Uh, and Father, we just ask uh, that you would do your will, accomplish your will in and through us and in through this church, Lord. We just ask for your direction, for your lead, your guidance uh, in this community and really seeing uh, the effect that you're having, Lord, on this community. And uh, Lord, help us to just keep up with what you're doing and direction you're setting and how you're leading us, Lord. And so just give us all wisdom, understanding um, as we follow you, Lord. Be with us right now as we get into this lesson, uh, Lord. Again, fill us with your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. Substance, not shadows, under grace. And we have Hebrews chapter 10 and Colossians. So let's get into Hebrews chapter 10. For since the law has but a shadow of the good things to come instead of the true form of these realities, it can never, by the same sacrifices that are continually offered every year, make perfect those who draw near. Otherwise, would they not have ceased to be offered? Since the worshipers, having been cleansed, would no longer have any consciousness of sins. But in these sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body have you prepared for me. In burnt offerings and in sin offerings you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written of me in the scroll of the book. When he said that, Sorry, I'm online right now. I'll be right there. 
When he said above, you have neither desire nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings, these are offered according to the law. Then he added, Behold, I have come to do your will. He does away with the first in order to establish the second. And by that we will have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest stands daily at his service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet. By a single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. And the Holy Spirit also bears witness to us, for after saying, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my laws on their hearts, and I will write them on their minds. He adds, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. Where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer any offering for sin. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean and from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for the... For he who promised is faithful, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as the habit, is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. For if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there is no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a fearful expectation of judgment and a fury of fire that will consume the adversaries. Anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the evidence of two or three witnesses. How much more punishment do you think will be deserved by the one who has trampled underfoot the Son of God and has profaned the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified and he has and has outraged the Spirit of grace? For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, and again the Lord will judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. But recall the former days, when, after you were enlightened, you endured a hard struggle with sufferings, sometimes being publicly exposed to reproach and affliction, and sometimes being partners with those so treated. For you had compassion on those in prison, and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property, since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession and abiding one. Therefore do not throw away your confidence, which has great reward, for you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. For yet a little while, and the coming one will come and will not delay. But my righteous one shall live by faith, and if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls. And then we have Colossians chapter 2. I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and those at Laodicea and for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments, for though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ. 
Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See that no one takes you captive by philosophies and empty deceit according to a human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ. For in him the whole fullness of the deity dwells bodily, and you have been filled in him who is the head of all rule and authority. In him also you are circumcised with a circumcision made without hands, by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God, who raised him from the dead, and you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiving us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink or with regard to a festival or a new moon or Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come. But the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions, puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind, and not holding fast to the head, from whom the whole body, nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. If with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of this world, why, as if you were still alive in the world, do you submit to regulations? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, referring to things that all perish as they are used, according to human precepts and teachings. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity to the body, but they are of no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. Substance, not shadows under grace. For the law, having a shadow of the good things to come and not the very image of the things, can never, with these same sacrifices which they offer continually year by year, make those who approach perfect. Therefore, let no one judge you in food or drink or regarding a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath, which are shadows of things to come, but the substance is of Christ. Hebrews 10 and Colossians 2. Another superior aspect... Of the grace is seen in the difference between a shadow and the substance that casts a shadow. Shadows supply various benefits, but they have critical limitations. Shadows can provide a visible outline of an actual reality, but they cannot supply what is inherent to the reality. Also, shadows can give indication of an approaching person, but they cannot provide a relationship with that person. The old covenant of law is likened to a shadow, for the law having a shadow of the good things to come. The new covenant of grace, God's sufficient resources freely available in Christ is the substance. The substance is of Christ. One of the shadow-like characteristics of the law was contained in its sacrifices. For the law, having a shadow of the good things to come and not the very image of the things, can never with these same sacrifices which they offer continually year by year make those who approach perfect Christ. Christ would perfectly fulfill all those ancient sacrifices which they continue, continually, year by year, make those who approach perfect. Christ would perfectly fulfill all those ancient sacrifices represented, while making all 
their desired benefits available to those who would believe in him. The Passover lamb is a clear example of this truth. Pick out and take lambs for yourselves according to the families and kill the Passover lamb. For the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and not allow the destroyer to come into your houses and strike you. This shadow of temporal deliverance becomes a substance of permanent deliverance in Christ who delivers us from eternal judgment. Christ our Passover was sacrificed for us. Another shadow-like characteristic of the law can be seen in its righteous commands. Whatever the law demands is related to holiness, to righteousness. You shall be holy for the Lord your God, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Leviticus 19.2 This call to righteousness can only become a substantial reality through the Lord Jesus Christ. They may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Lord Jesus, you are the God, you are of the good things to come that were foreshadowed in the law. Help me to avoid being caught up in the shadows of the law. May your spirit draw us to unlimited spiritual substance that is found in you alone. Amen. Amen and amen. May you guys have an amazing day as the Lord blesses you.